Bob SquarePants, SpongeBob, SquarePants, SpongeBob, fuck SpongeBob, SquarePants. When he plays it, are we recording? Hello everyone, welcome back to our severe case of big dick vision, I mean, indecision, and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. And you're listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing today, Tyler? To this evening, Tyler? Wonderful. How how, how are you doing yourself? Uh, look, I know we just started uh, this episode, an edition of Sound Audits, but um, I'm actually about to pass out from lack of breath, so excuse me while I move my feet. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to take a major hit. I can breathe slightly better now. We're good. Okay. Um, so. Um, hope you all are doing well. Hope you all are doing well on this uh, lovely Sunday evening that we're recording this, this ep- episode. Um... Or actually, wait, when you hear this, it'll be a Friday morning. Hope you all are doing well on this lovely Friday morning as usual. Um, at least on the East Coast, because I don't know time zones. But um, today, Tyler, today, what will we be reviewing? Can you enlighten us, please? Today, we're going to be talking about Post Malone and his newest album, Hollywood's Bleeding. And... Oh boy. Post, oh, if, oh everybody boy. knows Post Malone, but he everybody is. Everybody knows Post Malone. He is no hidden secret. He's no. Um, uh, he's one of the most interesting, in my opinion, one of the most interesting characters that have popped up recently. Yeah. I think, as just as a person, he's. He's a pretty chill guy. It's pretty interesting. I think he's one of the most interesting uh, interesting people to have ever ascended to the heights that he's ascended to. Like, the super celebrity icon people. You know, like, the, the mega stars of pop music. And he's, he's one of the not more interesting somebody people I would have, have pictured. No, 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 no. shoes. Certainly not. It's weird how society is just... Ah, throwing him up yeah. there. <laughs> With his... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to sound mean, but like his homeless beard and his uh, scraggly hair and everything, and his beer gut and everything. It's like he's not who you would no picture. But the Definitely thing is, he's attractive. a chill dude, and he's one of my favorites, like personal favorites. And I believe me, I really want to like Post Malone, like his like his music. <clears throat> I, I I just everything about him. I want. I just want to generally like. Post Malone because I think he is a generally likable person. Yeah, from There's everything much... I've seen and you know, mega chill. Every video, he seems like the nicest guy to, yeah, to hang out with. Absolutely. I remember when, uh, was it Jake or Logan Paul that went to his house, like totally giving up his location, like where he lived in a vlog in LA, 
and just gave him like they were like gonna knock on the door and give him merch and then leave and he was like come inside have a beer he was like so you know just cool with them just showing up to his house it was like what what a guy yeah what a, what a legend what a legend what a legend this post malone is uh austin austin post i think his first name is austin right um austin post malone i don't think his last name is actually malone yeah austin richard post uh, i don't know where the malone came from um he burst onto the scene i want to say it was 2016 i th- i want to say it was 2016 when R- white iverson when, came when out he blew up yeah yeah white iverson was the viral youtube single where he drove around in the desert in a rolls royce and that's just about it. <laughs> like, they dragged in a desert in a Rolls Royce, and that's the entirety of the video, pretty much. Um, but that got him, like, 200 million views in the span of six months. Uh, for somebody who is basically a nobody, to get that kind of recognition that quick, it's like, Post Malone was nobody, and then he was everywhere. Like there was no, there was no rise to fame or anything like that. It was just, it was a skyrocket. It, it, the only person because one night, one night I didn't know who the fuck he was, and then the uh, the next day I was just like getting bar- barraged. There's two with... people that I feel like were the same way. Do you know who I'm gonna say? Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X and. Oh, two other people. Yep, two other people that were uh, Party came up the same way. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Billie yeah. Eilish, Lil Nas, Posty. They were all the same. Cardi B was kind of the same. Like, I didn't know who the um, fuck she was, and then I heard Bodak Yellow. I Yellen, guess. And I was like, yeah, okay. but I don't think she's as much as an icon as, like, those three. No. Maybe. I don't know. No. I wouldn't think so. Probably. I mean, she's huge. Don't get me wrong. She's massive in more ways than I don't think she's one, as but... unique of a character as Post Malone, Lil Nas, and Billy. Yeah, the th- and the thing is, you have to be eccentric like that. Like they're not Oliver Tree eccentric, but like they they have their own style and everything. And it's like you can s- kind of see why people latched onto them, just because in their own quirky way, they're interesting. But um, after after Post Malone uh, dropped that single, he uh, proceeded to drop. <clears throat> excuse me, twenty seventeen's. Stony, his Stony record, his debut, um, to lukewarm, lukewarm responses mostly. I think um, it was, I it was obviously resonating with the people. Like people, people love the hell out of Post Malone um, in 2017, and then also he dropped the the rock star single, um, which ended up on Beer Bugs and Bentleys, which would be his 2018 album. Uh, dropped last year. I actually liked that album. I thought it was decent. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me excited for what he would do next. And I mean, he, Post Malone up until now has not been silent, right? He's been dropping singles here. He did the one song for the Spider-Man soundtrack, which actually ended up on this album, which is weird. Um, leaves a bit of a weird taste in my mouth. Um, he but- has, for being so small and only having had two... Uh, albums. He's been headlining shows since 2018, which is yeah. really weird when you think about it. it all the songs on the album to all, sell out arenas. All of the songs on the album, he is playing at shows because he doesn't have the catalog to uh, afford to not play songs. Like right. to have a full show, he's got to play everything he has. And that might 
you know, not be the case now that the third album is out, but he went <clears throat> straight to playing headlining shows right away, and they were long shows. Yeah, hour right and 45 after, minutes. Right shows. after Justin Bieber, which just Bieber was the first endorsement. Like the first major fucking like right. you have made it, son. Here, let me take you under my arm. You're you're under my wing now. You're under the Bieber wing and you're gonna make it, son. They pat on the head, kind of stroking his back, like everything's gonna be okay. And um now post Malone, like I said, took him it took him like a year and a half to sell out arenas. And like That's he, nothing. Th- he's gonna be moving on to stadium soon. Like he's massive. He's there's not a person in the US or Europe that doesn't know who Post Malone is. Which is wild to me. His rise to fame was so sudden. Um, but uh, where where do we leave off? I kind of forget. Did you know the Post Malone's from New York? Discography. I didn't. He's is from he? New York. He's from uh, Syracuse. That's where he was born, or that's where he. Grew yeah, he up? was born 1995. He's five years older than us. That's wild. A young boy. Young boy. Uh, he was born... He, so, he's 24. Uh, he was born in Syracuse. It says his origin was Grapevine, Texas. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. But Post Malone is primar- primarily known for his um, trap, hip-hop, sort of all R&B, um, that kind of vibe that his music gives he, off. He Although, does. he got his start... He got his start as a, a lowly guitarist on YouTube. Um, and he was just, he was covering Bob Dylan songs of all things. And he was, and posting every now and again, his own stuff with, with guitar. It was just his voice and guitar. Don't get me And like, I actually think that Post Malone has a good voice generally without the autotune because all, all on all of his albums, he has autotune, which is honestly is kind of sad in my opinion, but I guess that's just me. Um, but, uh. Yeah, all all of that kind of brings us to 2019, where we get this new record, Hollywood's Bleeding. There are three different songs that... No, there were two songs that he released last year, or way earlier in the year. There was Wow, and there was Sunflower, and then there was Circles, which he released like late summer or something like that. Oh, Goodbyes. Goodbyes was the other one. He released that one first. Um, So... And this this album is not it's not a it's not a short album. Um, it was uh, seventeen songs in fifty minutes. Holy shit! Um, so I okay I going into this right. I generally like Post Malone. I like who he is as a person. Pretty much, I don't have much of a problem with him or his image. Um, I think he's a nice guy. Um, I like some of his music. I think he's pretty creative in places, and I think he's very talented when it comes to guitar. Um, and uh, honestly, some songwriting. He, he's got some songwriting chops um, on some tracks as well. So going into this, I was hoping for improvement upon the, the Beer Bongs and Bentleys uh, formula, basically. Right? And, um... Um... How do we transition to the next section here? Um, this is definitely a, a change of pace in some ways, but in other ways, it feels like we're getting a lot of the more of the a lot of more of the same. Am I am I correct in saying that? Would you would you say just 
he kind of checks stick, and balances he just here. Sticks to his guns. Yeah, I think that's what it is, and it's not sticking to his guns in that he's writing new songs. But if I, I think we got a lot of repeats, honestly. Yeah, I think he um, moved more more away from R and B and just straight to trap and pop. Like that's what we got here. Like the R and B stuff that we got on the last album is gone. Um, I don't. This isn't going to be an interesting album to talk about for me. Um, so I've listened to this album a few times. Uh, God, talking about it is going to be so interesting. Let's just get into it. Get into what we liked. The album's called Hollywood's Bleeding because I feel like, you know, I finally made the move out of L.A. and I moved to Utah. And I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like in L.A. and Hollywood, there's such a such a strange vibe to where it just feels like there's a lot of vampires out there that just want to suck the life from you. And I kind of wanted to flip it back onto there and say, you know what, the whole scene is fucked in itself. So it's just like you got to get out and, and take, a, take a step back and look at the whole situation. And then you realize that Hollywood itself is kind of like dying in itself because of all, all, of, the, all of the fucking blood-sucking vampires and shit. Pretty dark, but... <laughs> Sancho Pay is a real fun one. That's kind of one that I just wanted to, you know, kind of just be super flossy and shiny and just talk my shit because you know I like I like to have a nice balance of I don't want to be fucking miserable all the time so sometimes I like to uh, you know just go buck wild with the boys and that's what that's kind of about and it's just kind of like it's a celebration of life instead of like a, an introspective kind of like all the time like you know I'll be happy sometime on the road goes back kind of to the whole narrative of the record it's like, you know, thought you were my friend, but you're just a fake bitch, um, <laughs> to put it bluntly. But, you know, it's like a lot of people act like they had something to do with everything. You know what I mean? But you really worked your ass off, and they kind of sat back and said, yeah, I was there. You know what I mean? Like, I helped out. And, like, Really, it turns out that you really were only around for the perks of being my friend, not really there for my my genuine um, love and and pure comedy that I give to you. And just, you weren't there for me. Really for me, you were there for ulterior motives. Yeah, shout out to Meek Mill. Shout out to Lil Baby. Just fucking, I think, I know that they both have been through the same shit. As, as I have, and, you know, Meek went through so much shit, and I think he came came out of it so strong, and, and he's such a legend, and such an incredible dude, and Lil Baby's such a, such a, such a talented, like, writer and, and melody guy, and I think they have a, a lot of shit to say about, you know, the fucking, you know, industry and the way that it is, and just the way that shit turns out whenever you think that, you have these people around you, but you really don't, and they'll quit on you in a second, you know? Take What You Want is a super bitchin' legendary record. Shout out to Ozzy. Um, 
I mean, Ozzy Osbourne. That's fucking it. That's all I got to say, really. Kanye produced it and, you know, kind of did the melody and shit and had the whole idea for it. It was called Insta Love, and we were like, you know what, this is... This is a great record, and it's super theatrical and super big and, and everything. And, you know, it's a little one-verse one song with two hooks. And, you know, it's, I think it's super impactful. And it's just like, you know, because sometimes the Internet's such a shit place. And you're just like, I'm not even, you know, on social media anymore. Just, you know, updating the fans with all the good shit and everything. But, you know, I kind of wanted to separate myself from that. So I thought it was a perfect... We made this song so long ago. But I think it's a perfect, you know, time right now to just separate myself from, you know, all that bullshit and move on to something new, you know? I think I'm going to be as a cool-ass record. I think it's a super uplifting record. Like I said, I wanted to put in, you know, positivity and also the, the sad stuff. But I like this record because it's just, I think it's an encouragement to everyone who might be struggling with, you know, you know, self-confidence or whatever to just do whatever the hell you want because you're a rock star and just, you know, be yourself and don't listen to anybody. And that's a message that I talk about a lot, but it's something that I really believe in, you know, because nowadays it's tough. You know, there's a lot of people that want to bring you down and tell you that, oh, you can't, uh, your pants are too tight. This is, I don't know, but <laughs> that's just an example, but it's like, fuck you, I'm going to do whatever I want, you know. Just, just a good message for the kids. Um, I didn't talk about tour dates, but oh. if you want to go see Post Malone, he will be playing. Uh, I just had it pulled up. He's going to be playing. Um, not what? Not Wells Fargo. What's? Uh, he's playing Hershey. Oh, he's playing Her Hershey. He's playing the Hershey Stadium, and he's playing Royal, Royal Farms. No, no, DC Capital One. Capital One. And he's playing them in February. It's like February 22nd is Hershey and the 27th is uh, DC. Um, honestly, the Hershey show is going to be interesting. That's going to be twelve to 14,000 people. That's probably seriously a small size for seeing Post Malone. So like, if you're interested in seeing him in a more like the, the closest thing to an intimate setting that you could get. That's going to be the show. You can probably actually get pretty close to them for a reasonable price. Usually the tickets are like 40 bucks for seats in the middle. Like it's pretty damn cheap. I don't know how much the value of him playing there is going to drive it up, but I can almost guarantee you he's never going to be playing Hershey again. So he's probably him, going to move see on him to while stadiums. he's rising. Sorry. He's probably after this album going to be moving on to stadiums. You think so? I think maybe he's got like. Give me a second. I got to scream at these birds outside my window. They're Excuse me. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Hopefully that did the trick. <laughs> I want you to leave that entire thing in. Uh, just for me. Um... They're still there, goddammit. Whatever. Um, so, getting into, <laughs> getting into the nitty-gritty of this album. Um, <laughs> um, 
17 songs, 50 minutes, right? He's got twice as many features on this album as he did the last one. Wow. And his feature list is impressive. Um, he's got DaBaby on a song. Uh, he's been blowing up recently as well. Uh, Future and Halsey, Meek Mill and Lil Baby. And then Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott. Obviously, he's got the, um, Spider Man, Swaley, Young Track, Thug. Young Thug, and then SZA. Of all people as well. Um, so he's got, he's got 10 features. 10, 10 features. Across 17 tracks. Across 17 tracks. Six of these tracks have, um, have features. I think one, two, four, five, six. Oh, seven. Seven of them have features. Out of the, out of the 17. Um, uh, where do I start? This is a different post Malone in a lot of ways. Um, I still, I still appreciate a lot of his songwriting on some of these. Like, I think the song on track 15, Myself, is good. Um, that's a good tune. It's a well-written kind of... That's kind of the R&B coming back a little bit. Um, I thought Goodbyes going into this album was pretty good. I thought the Young Thug feature was pretty good. It's kind of generic, and it's kind of sterile, but it's passable. Um, it's a nice pop tune. Um... Circles I kind of liked. It's it's again, it's a good tune. Um It's a summer song. Yeah. I told you that five minutes ago. Yeah. You listen to the it, guitar is the windows right. down like it's, in the summer and it's you know And it's I do good. like the chorus. Like it's catchy as fuck. I dare you to do something. I actually like the, his vocal melody. Um, I like the concept of Hollywood's bleeding, too. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> the actual concept of what a shithole Hollywood is and how it, well, the thing is, it he's turns relating, people. I, I actually like it. He's relating that idea. back to his own personal relationships, I believe. Like, it's a, it's a metaphor for something. Um, that's the thing about... Uh, well, you know what? I'm going to talk about it in the next section. Talk about it in the next section. Enemies featuring the baby is one of the less generic trap songs on here and i actually thought that the baby's feature was pretty good like out of all the features here the baby was one of the best um um fuck what was the one line there was one line that he dropped that i thought was really funny i thought it was well no not necessarily funny but it was great i think it was about um how he doesn't need as many features on his albums just to show everybody that he'll blow up anyway i like the line about um I have to, I want to find the exact line. Yeah, I I just went double platinum with no features just to show people I don't really need him. Um, don't really need him. No, need them. Apple Music is fucking up again. Um, and I thought that was funny just based upon the amount of features Post has on this album. It's kind of like an indirect diss on Post Malone saying, "Ha, I'm better than you." Kind of like a cheeky move. Um, I thought that was ballsy to say, but I thought it was just his flow and delivery generally was pretty good. Um, and it made this definitely actually made the song a little bit more interesting as well as I like the, uh, thing about, uh, uh, money turning your friends into enemies. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, pretty cool concept for a song anyway. Um, I, okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it here. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell it like it ain't. Um, the Ozzy Osbourne feature. On track number nine, putting Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott 
on paper looks like a train wreck okay it it looks like it, it looks like a huge bag of nope it looks like mixing coke and mentos you don't want to do it um but when it's actually playing it's one of the better tunes on the record um as well as ozzy drops a sick guitar solo in the last leg uh, the Travis feature is actually not bad, and it's just goddamn impressive that he got Ozzy Osbourne on a trap record of all things. Like, can we just give a, a round of applause for Post Malone for two seconds? Because good job, good on you for getting Ozzy Osbourne to endorse your record. The man who invented heavy metal just stepped onto the track. You know? <sighs> Congratulations, you've, old, you've really done it. Um, right, do you have anything to add to anything I'm saying here? No. <laughs> this is um okay. So um, I you know, I will say that uh there were a few songs. Uh the songs pretty much start the same way almost every track with the ooh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost all start like that. Yep. Um so that's annoying. But the endings <laughs> of the songs actually uh especially on track nine, uh the first track and on 15 the endings of the songs are all you like they they're just ended very well and a lot of times songs don't know where they're going they don't know where to end and even if you know they stumbled a little bit they they ended correctly so props to whoever the hell is producing this yeah um god i i don't want to I, I mean, I do. I, 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 I am looking forward to taking a squat on this thing, but, like, I kind of don't want to do it to the man just because I like him. Whatever. Um, you already don't know we don't, or you already know we don't like this by how little we've talked about it. Let's just get to the next section and talk about why the fuck we don't like it. God damn it. Where do I start? Why don't we just start with, in comparison to his last two albums, the, the, there's like nothing of interest on this album. Um, Hollywood's Bleeding sounds like a concept, but there's no concept or rhyme or reason or really direction or sense of style to some of the songs here. Some of the, some of the lyrics, I feel like, don't even know what they're singing about. Um it, um, um, <laughs> I feel like and some of the songs are so bad. Some of the songs are horrible. Like, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, I feel like I feel like this far, uh, Post Malone's albums have like given you a feeling or made you feel a way, and this just doesn't. This gives this gives me no emotion. You know, I don't listen to this and bob my head really i don't really listen to this and get excited about the content i don't really get excited about the lyrics i don't really get excited about anything across this really except for songs that were singles that came out 
months ago. Yeah. And like oh. I think Wow Wow is fine. It's a it's it's a good track. I think that Sunflower is also a good track. Why are they appearing on this again after they've been out for nine months, twelve months, whatever the hell it's been? Like I you know, I'm tired of artists doing this and obviously, you know, it's a it's a money grab. They're trying to put more good songs on the Big project. So you have more know. you have more reason to buy the project. I get it. But for you to call this Hollywood's bleeding and market it as one thing and then put it out as another kind of sucks. Additionally, um, this, this album was required by Post Malone's label. He was required to put out an album, um, this year. And being that he's been on tour basically since he blew up, this album was recorded on the road, uh, in studios of cities that he was touring in. So he hasn't sat down really in the studio and half of the stuff, you know, from listening to him talk in interviews, the songs are written. He gets there. He has his lyrics. He records his part. But as far as producing and, you know, he said that the song Circles was the most, the most um, influence that he's had on a song since Stoney, which I think is kind of sad listening that, you know, the majority of this, if you go and look at, the, the songs themselves and they each have five or six producers. Post Malone has the smallest footprint across this entire album and it, it's his name on it at the end of the day. So when you listen to this and not only was he required to put this out, but you can tell that this was rushed. This wasn't well thought out. They have a 17 uh, tracks. Maybe 12 of them are pretty much unfinished songs. Um, I think that I that just, I think that that just shows across the entire project and, I don't know. I think Post Malone is at a point where he's on the verge of selling out because he's making so much money and it doesn't really matter what he's going to do. I don't think people are going to turn on him. I think he just has the effect. He can, he can kind of do whatever he wants because he's a genuine good guy. Like his music is only a small factor of him as a person in the music industry. And there are plenty of people who are diehard Post Malone. Correct. Yeah. Forever basically now. Like it, he's got. Yeah, I, I don't know. So that's kind of where I sit with this album is like, I, you know, it's not all bad. It's, it's not all bad. There, there are good ideas. There are, um, there's some instrumentals that I, I enjoy, especially on wow. I think wow is just produced really well. That's it. I, I, I genuinely like that track. Even if the lyrics are just trappy, like, you know, normal, what you would expect. Uh, the actual, the actual music, I, I appreciate. Um, I don't know. I I wasn't a huge fan of this project. I don't want to like, I don't want to talk about it more than I have to, because, you know, I could go into every song and pick apart what was wrong with it and, you know, say, oh, I didn't like this. I didn't like this. I didn't like this. You heard this 40 times on the album already. Why is it, you know, this cliche is popping up again. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I don't have interest in doing that. I, I think that it kind of just is what it is. I wanted to like this far more than I did end up liking this. So, thank well, you I for, am going to go thank into you detail for on coming it. to my TED Talk, and Ian will now do his thing. I am now going to teach you about uh, I don't know, what am I going to teach you about first? Let's just talk about some of the lyrics on this. Like, Versace on his dick was one of the lines. Um, why are you flexing about the underwear you're wearing, number one? Like, some of the... I mean, it's obviously trap braggadocio. It's all just male bravado and shit like that. Uh, but the thing is, there's nothing interesting about it uh, at all on this album, which pisses me off. 
Um, because Post Malone generally will come up with lyrics that aren't like mind blowing, but they're at least passable. Some of these aren't even fucking passable. Like they, some of them don't even make any sense across this album, along with some of the, uh, the track lengths, uh, not reaching three minutes, barely passing two minutes of points, like internet was two minutes and 10 seconds. And by the title of internet, you can just tell what the song is going to be. You can tell everything about it. You can tell what it's going to be about. You can tell how he's going to put things. You can tell what the instrumental is going to be like overly sappy, overly dramatic. Uh, the string sections that are actually kind of cheap as hell coming at the back end. Um, and, um, God, some of, some of the, some of the songs on here. I, I actually liked what you said about Post Malone having like one of the smallest footprints on his own album. Wow. Really did it there, guy. You really, you've really done a good job. I actually think Post Malone comes across as kind of unlikable on some of these tracks. Um, but some of, some of the, some of the songs, man, some of like, a thousand bad times. What is this pop bullshit? This is a song that I got a thousand bad This chorus feels like it's been used since like 2010 and it's turning up here and I'm like, what are you doing, sir? Um uh on the road. Um, I actually, speaking of On the Road, because it's got two features on it, there are three songs on this album with two features on it, and, um, some of the features are not okay, like, they shouldn't have happened, Meek Mill and Little Baby being prime suspects, um, trash, throw it in the garbage, they're both awful, Little Baby, as always, just sounds like Young Thug, fantastic except way worse um god damn allergic allergic it sounds like some alternative bullshit that imagine dragons might do on uh, a deep cut in their album i just hit my dresser i'm so sorry to anybody who had to hear that um (laughs) i actually didn't like sunflower that much or wow uh going into this album like I i thought sunflower was better than wow at least I thought the the song on it was okay, but Post Malone's contribution is really bad, um, like really bad. And I just don't like Sway Lee. I think Sway Lee is annoying in general. Um, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, and and Wow is generic as fuck. Um, I'm gonna be has one of the the most redundant and unneeded choruses on the. No. No. Do us all a favor and stop it. Just take this and burn it. (laughs) It's really throw it into the flames of Mordor because we don't need to hear this shit. Um. I had really well put together thought out arguments for this album and they all went the window as soon as I started talking about it. Um, circles, as much as I actually like the song on the album, this is another thing that I actually have a problem with on this album, is um, the auto-tune. And I didn't notice this until Fantano pointed it out to me. Because um, I liked, I was jamming to Circles for a little bit. 
Uh, the more I listen to it, the more I don't like it, the more it's kind of generic and it's, and I mean, the guitar is okay. The tune is good. The chorus is good. Um, his, his auto tune, uh, and his vocal, the vocal effects on some of the longer held out notes, the, uh, the little wavy vibrato that he were running inside. It's horrible. It sounds awful. It's, and plus it's so drenched in auto tune, or I mean, it's so drenched in reverb, like so much, so many other things are on this album, like the, uh, the guitar lines on just about every song here, Hollywood's Bleeding, Goodbyes, and all, all of that shit, it's so drenched and, uh, swallowed in reverb that it doesn't even really matter what it sounds like in general, because all you're hearing is the fucking reverb, um, um, St. Tropez, generic pop song uh, with some trappy influence. Don't need it. Again, all of this is unneeded. We didn't need this. This is an album, like Tyler said, that he was forced to put out by his label. And it shows. And it's so unfortunate because I, I know Post Malone is capable of so much more, right? Um... <sighs> Hmm, I, I really wanted to like this more than I did. Staring at the Sun actually was a different headache, too, because it's it sounds like they're, they tried to remake Sunflower, but worse, and it's the track right before Sunflower. What were you thinking on that one? Like, why, it sounds, a lot of the sounds emulate that of Sunflower, and Sunflower came right after, and I was like, huh, I'm hearing the same song twice. Real fucking great. Um, Die for me, future and Halsey. Why? Why did we need it? Why future, future and Halsey? F- future and Halsey. F- future and Halsey on the same song. Ah. I'm upset. Um. And it's not even that this was, like, one of the worst projects of the year. It's not, like, it's not so bad it's ungodly a lot of the time. Some of the times it's at least passable, but, like, it's so painfully average. And that in and of itself pisses me off. Um, uh, yeah, it, we didn't need this. Throw it, throw it away. In the trash. I just want to say Recycle that it. I want to say that Post Malone gains absolutely nothing from putting this out. No. In the age of streaming, this is not where he is going to be making money. Making money comes from touring and selling merch. That's how he makes his money. He had to put this out because he's under contract to. I actually thought it was kind of ironic because the the Apple Music uh, description, <laughs> the very first, the very first thing it says is uh, a quote from Post Malone saying, I'm not trying to make anything massive. I'm not trying to make hit records. <coughs> That's hilarious. That that really tickles the old funny bone. I hope that there was a, a, a tone of sarcasm in that, because if not... Um... And then they move on to say, it's somewhat unconvincing coming from one of the most popular artists on the planet, but whatever he's doing, it's working. Hard disagree. I'm gonna, 
I'm going to take a hard pass on that one, Chief. I'm... Is this entertainment? Is this what entertainment is? Is this content? Me screaming into a mic? I don't think this is content. This is not... This isn't esports. <laughs> we've had enough. Uh, this album's doo doo. It's da da. Let's just move on to the next section. I kind of want to puke. I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> I kind of want to. I honestly, I I never want to. I don't ever want to touch this again. No. No. I don't ever. I'll, maybe I'll cherry pick a few songs from it, but I don't. No, you won't. I don't even see a reason to. You're not gonna cherry pick any of this. I don't see a reason to ever go back to this. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. Because um, in the gra- in the grander scheme of things, um, this is not growth for Post Malone's style or his songwriting ability or anything for that matter. It's more like a, a huge, massive step back. Um. I don't think it's a step back. I think it's a dud. It's not Project Poop. No, I think he's setting himself on. back. I I think this is like... I don't think so. I don't think... Rever- now, this is not Stony 2.0, right? I don't think he lost any momentum, though, is the thing. As far as no, his career lose, goes, this means nothing. He didn't lose momentum uh, as, as far as his career. But um, I, I don't know. I just hope he bounces back to his uh, old songwriting self in the next project, because... Um, I don't want him to continue down this path. I don't think he will. Might Maybe you're right. Maybe his, it is a dud. It might depend on his label a yeah. lot. Because what is he? Is he RCA right now? I don't know. Republic Records. A division of UMG Recordings Incorporated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, overall, this album was unneeded. Back to you, Tyler. Um. Uh summary this album was rushed forced and i think that post malone talking in interviews and you know claiming that he had little part in it says everything about it he's there for vocals he put some guitars in and i'm sure he sat in the studio for a good bit of this but he did not write a lot of these tracks and i think it's it kind doesn't of, sound like post it's kind of sad that his name is attached to this something that he had to put out yeah and you know what i wonder if, i wonder it'd be interesting to see what the requirements that his label has he might have had to put out a 15 track project and just you know sunflower wow added those two on and they got 17 but i went a lot of contracts in in the music industry for um for rap rap and hip-hop artists as well as um, as well as pop records, they require you to put out fifteen tracks. Um, That's bullshit. That's I wouldn't. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if this if this is one of those cases, and they had all hands on deck. Okay, September's coming up. Our deadline. We got to put this out. You know, all throughout the summer, they're you know city to city to city, recording these. It's just I don't know. It bu- it bugs me a lot. I'm sure that this isn't what he wanted. I'm sure that this is not something he's proud of. Um, just, you know, I don't know him, obviously. I don't know what he's thinking, but I, I'd be surprised, especially considering yeah. what he's put out in the past. I don't think this is he's put out favorable for his career. Past. He's All right. Put out some stuff that's really shown, like sh- made him shine. Like on the, the, the last record that he did, some of the songs on there were just 
catchy and so much fun. And they paved the way for so many trap artists. And now it just feels like he's biting off his own shtick. Like, it's, he's a shadow of what he once was. It's kind of sad. Honestly. You um, ready, you ready I, for my grade? Yeah. Strong one. Maybe I wasn't ready. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Holy shit. Holy fuck. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. (laughs) I gotta move my chair back to my mic. Give me a second. And you? Well, now I I don't want to be outdone. I want to give it way lower than I was going to. (laughs) Um, But, uh... Light light three. Okay. I didn't get a three of enjoyment out of this. I got a three. But it was... No. Just a huge... Fantano, it didn't didn't deserve a five. For Christ's sake. Um, I'm never going back to this. No. Any of the tracks. Never touching. Never touching it. It's... It's all burnable. (sighs) I just want to be done. This yeah. is sad for me. I thought I was going to be funny, but I just wasn't. I was screaming into a microphone for 14 fucking minutes in the last section. I kind of feel upset with myself. Not going to lie. Whatever. Um, follow Post Malone if you want. Go listen to the album if you really, really like Hindu torture. Um, if you're a fan of that kind of thing, that's going to be right up your alley. Um, just kidding. Tell us what you thought of it. Um... Uh, tell us if we were dead wrong on some of our opinions, because we most likely were. Um, again, we have a, ser- a severe case of big dick vision, so, I mean, ind- indecision, so. Um, uh, uh, follow Post Malone on Instagram at... Didn't I just say that? Post Malone. Follow us on Instagram at Sound Audits. Follow us on twitter at sound audits podcast you can listen to us on every podcasting platform and i believe we're on spotify now but i'm not 100 percent sure because i don't have yeah. spotify or use it um don't worry i didn't die on instagram i just got kicked off of our account and i couldn't log back in for a little while so i'm just gonna update. i'm gonna mass update the posts here in a second yeah um so yeah uh no i didn't die i'm here um but yeah, also look out for new episodes in the near future, not coming out at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, because maybe we're going to be getting into that over winter break. Semester's almost over. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise Jesus. The semester is almost over. Thank God. Um, but uh, we, we most likely will have more time to record. And we're going to yeah. use it. We plan to. We have um, a lot to cover before yeah. the year ends. Yeah. And there's a lot of actually other stuff that we want to try um, before the year ends as well. Um, so stay tuned for that. We'll be giving you updates on either the the uh, social medias or uh, maybe even here. So just keep tuning into the podcast um, until then. And uh, yeah. Um, we also, for those of you who don't know, have a YouTube channel, but we haven't done anything there. If you're interested in the, uh, transitions that I make, go listen to those. Um, also, if you want a shout out, uh, if you're, if you're a small artist and you want us to shout you out to our couple thousand usually followers, listeners that we usually get, right? Or on average, do we get like a couple hundred or something like that? Doesn't matter. Listen, yeah, it doesn't matter. We can, we can shout you out if you want, if you want to 
us to come and listen to your music and uh, tell us what you think or tell us what tell you what we think. I cannot speak. Um, then shoot us a DM. Um, give us a link. Shoot us a link to your SoundCloud or whatever. We don't care. We like listening to your music. Uh, like like hearing your opinions as well. Um, but yeah, new episode will be coming out next week, same time, um, everywhere that it's available, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard. Um, yeah, thank you all very much for listening. We will uh, see you soon. Take care and good evening. Peace. Goodbye.